Good evening, everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Sports Today with Francis and Chris. My name is Francis, and I am joined by Chris. And we now have a final set for the Champions League. The final two teams remaining are Pep's Manchester City, facing Tuchel's rejuvenated Chelsea squad in an all-English final. City gets there after their victory over PSG, and Chelsea pulled off the upset against Real Madrid. A lot to get to, so why not get it started? Chris, what are your opening thoughts for today's episode? Uh, well, <laughs> this really didn't go the way that I wanted. Um, but fair play to City and Chelsea, who really stepped up. And like you said, now we got an all-English final. I know a lot of people are happy about that. So um, just looking forward to that game. It, it should be really interesting. That is right. And why not start with City's victory over PSG, which occurred on Tuesday with a team without Mbappe playing against uh, City with, again, no clear striker in their lineup. But that proved not to be a problem to Pep's team because they put another two goals past PSG behind Mahrez and just a complete domination, complete mental breakdown for PSG. A uh, very heated game for PSG's end, and just nothing was going their way. What did you see in that game that City did that PSG just couldn't respond to? Um, You know, last episode, I did say that City would go through, you know, after the, the first leg. But it's just, I wasn't expecting this. And of course, you know, I was expecting Mbappe to play and make up for his poor first performance. But, you know... I think PSG started off the game pretty well. Uh, you know, obviously, Mares scored that goal early in the 11th minute. But at, even after that, they were creating some chances. But uh, I think similar to that first leg, in the second half is where they, they fell apart. Mares bagged another goal there in the second half in the 63rd minute. And then six minutes later, again, like the first leg, uh, they lost their cool, went down to 10 men. It was Di Maria this time who was sent off. So it's just the same old story for PSG, just finding ways to to crash out of this tournament. Um, they, they just, it seems every year, they're just so close. They have so many golden opportunities to win this title, including this year that would be the year they really thought that they had it and they've bottled it once again you know once you see the team stats you might have thought that PSG was the one who won two to zero <laughs> with uh, 14 shots to 12 of Manchester yeah. City but of those 14 shots give me a guess how many shots do you think were on target zero that is right two yep. Manchester City's five shots on target and 56 percent possession for PSG more passes completed by PSG, more <laughs> pass accuracy for PSG, less fouls for PSG, which is surprising to me. <laughs> and, well, after Fernandinho's manhandling of Neymar, actually, that's not as surprising. But um, at the end of the day, City did what they had to do. And it, it really seemed like PSG was missing that final factor, which is, of course, Mbappe yeah. putting those goals behind the net because of Cardi. Every time I see him on the pitch for PSG, it just seems like he's not in the right team. He's not in the right system, in my opinion, at least. And that is Cardi that played an Inter. is not the same one we're seeing in Paris. And uh, on Manchester City's end, it seemed like they were 
in control of the game, even though they weren't in, like the stats don't yeah. reflect that. It seemed like they were the ones getting to PSG. Nothing that PSG could do can break Ruben Diaz and that defense of Manchester City, which definitely deserves all the credit in the world for their performance, keeping Neymar without another goal. And for uh, City's first goal, it was an amazing goal kick. Um, just a back pass given to Ederson. He launches it over with ease, mm. it seems. That guy's got an iron foot all the way to Zinchenko. And uh, an unlucky bounce finds Mahrez. But it doesn't take much for this uh, the wingers of this city squad to put it behind the net. Mahrez got two goals, and both of them were beautiful. The second one was a counterattack. Uh, Foden just puts it across the box, and Mahrez is there yet again. It seems like from the same spot. And as you mentioned, Di Maria lost his cool against Fernandinho, <laughs> which is surprising to me. Di Maria is like an angel. but Literally. Um, <laughs> literally, yeah, that's his first thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, good. Thank you for catching that. Uh, and yeah, it just goes to show that this team was just overwhelmed. And City looks, I said it yesterday to one of my friends, City looks like buying from last year. Like they're just rolling through the competition. Yeah. Um, so uh, so what, what can Chelsea do to the City squad? Do you see a weakness that Chelsea can expose uh, before we get to Chelsea, who is the other uh, finalist in this Champions League? What can Chelsea do to weaken that uh, city defense and beat them? I mean, you know, I d- definitely have to agree. I mean, of course, it is super hard for me to say as someone, you know, who is a Real Madrid and Manchester United fan. But, you know, City really um, just are, are on another level this year. And especially in this tournament, they're, like you said, they're, they're just rolling through the competition similar to, to what Byron did last year for sure. Um, but for Chelsea, man, I mean, obviously, and we'll get into it later, but they they really impressed me uh, against my own team. You know, um, it's Chelsea, not a team that, that I watch every week. But, of course, you know, I was watching this game, both games, and and it wasn't like it was just a fluke. I mean, they, they came to play. So if, if they can turn up like how they did against Real. I, I mean, I, I give them a fair shot. It's just that City just have that that quality, you know, De Bruyne, Foden, um, and all those guys. I mean, Mares, who, you know, I, I'm not saying that he's like a flop, but compared to some of the names up there, you know, with the Sterlings and Aguero and Jesus, you know, he, he doesn't always play, but it seems that this season, as of late, he's really stepped up. So th- there's just a lot of talent on that City squad, but I definitely think Chelsea can compete with them. It's still mind-boggling to me that I, uh, they showed the uh, stats for City and their biggest goal scorer is still Gundogan with 16 goals. <laughs> I find that mind-boggling. Yeah. But yeah, yesterday was another example of Manchester City's dominance this year. It seems like they're hogging up every trophy and that uh, Pep is finally going to get back to that final after like a long time, Yeah, especially with City. And that's the, mainly the reason they brought Pep. So it's long overdue and we'll see if they can uh, pull through against Chelsea, who got the upset victory over Real Madrid to our disappointment. But again, as you mentioned, 
we have to give them all the credit because they showed up. We didn't. And they were just in complete control against us, to be honest with you. And yeah, uh, Hazard and Benzema and Vinicius were up top. I think right now, probably that's our strongest front three if everyone plays to their talent, uh, Hazard. And (laughs) but uh, it didn't play out that way yesterday, also. Kante and that mid was just too energetic for our aging midfield. It seemed like he just <sighs> dominated us. And Casemiro, um, again, in my opinion, is still the best defensive middle in the world. But Kante definitely proved yeah. that he is up there in the discussion. Oh, what yeah. did you see uh, from Real Madrid that they just couldn't beat this Chelsea squad, which many thought Real Madrid was going to take care of business? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have a lot of thoughts, but for sure, you know, fair play to Chelsea, man. They, I already said it. We both said it. They, they just really showed up and and silenced everyone, uh, especially us, because we were both fairly confident that that Real would be able to take care of them. I, in particular, you know, even after that first leg, I, I was like, oh no. Real, Real's gonna recover and and show up in that second leg, and they did the complete opposite. But you you got to give credit to Chelsea because I I think this game really uh, this matchup rather both both games really showed how good Chelsea really are, and they they really uh, played well in both legs, and as you mentioned, Conte was fantastic and. He really exposed that midfield that we've both talked so highly of. Um, I, I think they it's just a, an awful time for for all of them to, to have like their worst performances because they've been just incredible this season, Cruz, Modric, Casemiro. And I feel like all of them just had their worst performances of the season, really. And Casemiro in particular was just completely off. And Conte just showing everyone that he deserves uh, to be in that discussion for, for the best CDM in the world, as you said. And then uh, I have to say, Haver, Havertz and Werner really stepped up big time, especially in this second leg. And, you know, <laughs> as a Real Madrid fan, as a football fan, it's just it's just ironic. And you almost have to laugh because these are the guys that have been trolled all season for their poor play. And, they they really played well yesterday, and it was Werner. I mean, to chip in, uh, a tap in rather, but he um, he got that goal, and it was Havertz who hit the crossbar in the initial shot. But Havertz really had a good game, um, in my opinion, up there uh, for a man of the match, and it, it's just full credit to Chelsea. Real just did not show up. It, just an embarrassing performance. So. Yeah, to me, I actually, I would have given the man of the match to uh, Mendy because he had another good performance. He uh, the um, goalkeeper. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. Thank, thank you for the clarification. <laughs> uh, the one on the winning side, uh, he's the <laughs> one for me who deserved man of the match because he definitely saved the goal for Benzema. Yeah, two. That most keepers would not have saved. Yeah. But he's so long and he has good reflexes for his sight yeah. height. So yeah, he had a great performance. But overall, like, 
you can name anyone on that Chelsea squad. They all look exactly. like um, world-class <laughs> players against us. And Werner, I'm, st- Werner, I'm definitely not convinced yet considering this is the goal that he makes. But he yeah. did it in the big stage. So you got to give him credit for that. Uh, if he misses that, then it's over. <laughs> then then you, Chelsea we really have a problem. the laughing stock of the world. But yeah. Um, yeah, all the credit to them. And again, I cannot go without stating the the assist to Mount in the second goal. Who gave it to him? Christian Pulisic. Yeah. Who was on the bench to start this game? I think that if they ended up losing this game, I would have placed the blame on Tuko. Yeah. Putting him on the bench once again because this team is completely different with Pulisic. I'll I'll continue to say that, and not just because he's American. Because I think that is a little bit overhyped now. Like, he's just a world-class player at this point. Not just because he's American does he deserve to get praised. In my opinion, he's one of the best wingers in the EPL, and that's saying a lot. But, again, he, he put that ball in, into uh, the box for Mount just to tap it in. So, overall, uh, Chelsea just had a great performance. My question to you is, what's next for Real Madrid? Because, clearly... Um, this hazard experiment did not work very much to my disappointment because I was begging Perez to bring him over and it just didn't work out. I don't know if it's for um, Hazard's lack of discipline as much as it is obviously for their injuries, but what do you, what do you see them doing? And the, we have Iran and Sergio Ramos rumors of them leaving as well. And yeah. that midfield is not getting any younger. What do you think is the solution for Madrid now? Well, in the short term, just show some damn pride and do everything possible to win La Liga. That, mm. that I'll say that. Let's turn around and, you know, you saw the post today um, on social media, um, you know, we'll be back, uh, stuff like that, you know, from the players, whatever. So let's put your money where your mouth is and let's do everything possible to win La Liga. Because when I say that, it's because, you know, it's not like we're in first place and, you know, we're just sitting there and we could just win La Liga. You know, uh, Atletico is, I think, three points ahead of us, two points. It's very close. I think but it's two. Essentially, just they, Real has to win, win out. And, you know, it, it's going to be a really interesting race um, in La Liga. And their next game actually is against Sevilla, which will be a really good game. Yeah, the top uh, four yeah. are playing this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Barca, Atletico, and then Real Sevilla. And you know Sevilla and Julian Lopetegui, former Real manager, uh, yeah. will be hungry. So in the short term, that's what they got to do. Um, but, you know, looking forward, uh, I'd certainly have to agree. And it's sad, you know, I, I'm i right there with you. Uh, after the Ronaldo you know, departure, they didn't bring anyone in. Well, they brought in Mariano and gave him the number seven, but that's something for another day. But I'm not even going to laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. But so they, they got their man hazard and man, oh man, has, it, it really has not worked out at all. And uh, after the performance yesterday, which I don't, I don't think he was like awful, but what really made things worse is the stuff after the game, you know, mm-hmm. you, him laughing around with uh, the old ch- his ex teammates, and yeah, just poor timing, poor taste in that. 
but I, I think time to move on from him. But for me, Vinny, you know, when he first came in um, that season, he really looked good. Um, even in the Champions League, when he had the, that assist to Benz in that first leg against Ajax in that series we don't talk about. But mm. since then, you know, he, he, he hasn't been the same. You know, he got injured in that second leg. And I feel like ever since then, he has not been the same. He showed up against Liverpool, but what has he done since? So I, I don't know. Do they do they bring in someone like Mbappe? I, I certainly hope so. I, I think if they can bring in someone like Mbappe, Holland, then they're right back up there. I mean, it's Real Madrid. They're always going to be up there. But in terms of competing for the Champions League, they, they showed that they just don't have enough. The team is aging. And, yeah, they, they just lack that real star. I mean, because poor Benz, he's just up there by himself just trying to do everything, literally mm-hmm. everything. So if they could bring in someone like Mbappe or even Holland, that, that would be the difference for me. Yeah, and to your point, I think what we really need is a winger. Yeah. Um, and I would think that Mbappe can play winger. Exactly. I don't know if that's going to uh, hurt his talent as a finisher. Uh, like, I'll use my Arsenal example because uh, Arteta started using Aubameyang as a winger, and that yeah. was not working out well um, <laughs> with like I said on top. So hopefully, because our best lineup is clearly 4-3-3. So yeah. um, if bringing Mbappe means altering the lineup, I'm like, no, never, never mind, never mind. But we do need to, I, I mean, it sucks because it feels like Hazard was given a chance, but due to injuries, he wasn't really given a chance at the same time. <laughs> But when you're around Madrid, you have to show up. Like, there's no excuses. Yeah. So, it might be time. Like, he was very lovey-dovey with the Chelsea players, so maybe he can yeah. go back. Please. And, yeah, I'll take Pulisic in return, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, uh, for me, they need a winger. And they also need at least another player in the middle because, again, we're getting old, man. Yeah. And... I hate to say it, Ramos and Baran are getting old as well. And well, especially leaders, Ramos. Yeah. And uh, Carvajal is starting to get hurt Injury often, prone. So yeah. It's going to be difficult. But um, for Chelsea, again, let's not act like it's all Real Madrid's downfall. Chelsea yeah. definitely deserves their praise for the performance. And uh, for, to end the segment, I know you said what Chelsea needs to do, but who do you end up having as the ultimate winner in this final? Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with my heart and what I want. So I'm picking the upset Chelsea. And, you know, obviously they, you know, destroyed my my team, my boys. But uh, even, even in that, like, I, I still just – have to like look in, in awe of what Thomas Tuchel has done. I mean, it, it really deserves all the credit in the world. And if they were to go on to to win this title for him, what that would mean after falling short with PSG last season and then to, to come in midseason replacing Mr. Super Frank over there and the improvements he's made in league play for Chelsea and then to, to just to bring them 
and into the final is an achievement within itself. And then if they were to win it, uh, I'm telling you, he he would probably get uh, a statue outside the Stanford Bridge, and he'd deserve it too. And I I'd be right there celebrating with him. So yeah, poor Frank. But um, <laughs> for me, honestly, I can see Chelsea winning. I can honestly see yeah. it. Um, these two teams know each other. They face each other at least twice every year. So um, I'm sure it was Tuchel's um, uh, game plan. He can definitely build something up. It's yeah. going to come up to that uh, front three uh, for Chelsea because they, the final is one game. So you need to put in goals and find a way to get past that wall that City seems to have in the back. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be definitely an exciting matchup. I can't wait to see it. But until then, we're going to shoot an episode then, and we'll see right along with you guys who is the winner in this year's Champions League final. For today's episode, that is it. For Chris, I have been Francis. We thank you for tuning in, and until next time.